everyone, this is Abby and welcome to Cafe con Abby. I hope you are starting your day right, ending it nicely, or just in between. Whatever it is, I hope you listen with an open heart and, more importantly, with a mind that's engaged. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Well, hello everyone. I hope you have been doing well. And in today's episode, I'm going to kind of be addressing several things. So, um, apologies for not uh, recording anything sooner. Um, it gets kind of crazy around this time of the year. And I've been kind of watching several things going on in the news and things like that. So, my mind has been kind of going in all different directions like I'm sure yours has too uh, so as I'm studying and trying to um, see the threads of the mysticism and all of that in my former belief system I have come across the word narcissist or narcissism and the thing I'm noticing is this is a very popular term being used right now and I'm not sure about you know everybody's the context and all of that it, it really affects how they're being it's being used so one thing I was doing was kind of uh, had a question about um, with trauma y'all know this podcast has to do with uh, people that have been part of a church or had parents that were part of a very religious group and they have some, you know, hurts and um, things that they need to heal from. And so one of the things that I've kind of been researching is um, these personality disorders and the way that trauma affects people's thinking. Um, so one thing that I I'm going to start right off by saying is that we have to realize that we all as human beings have a percentage, you know, some have a large percentage, some have a small percentage, but in human nature itself, we have these tendencies of being narcissistic ourselves. We have these, um, you know, things that we can look at the way we react in certain situations, some of the thoughts we have, some of the feelings we have, and we can start to kind of put ourselves in, you know, certain categories. And so we do have to be careful with not labeling yourself as, you know, having this disorder or whatever without realizing where those stem from. Well, why do I react the way I do? Why do I feel the way I do? You know, it's not a quick label it and that's it. And you don't dig deep and kind of try to figure this thing out and um, not let it become, you know, something that you're stuck with without a resolution. Um, we know ultimately that the Bible, the Word of God, has the ultimate solution. And in Scripture, it talks to us about, you know, taking thoughts captive into the knowledge of God and Christ. And um, that's very foundational. And in studying your worldview, you ha have to realize, I mean, it's a lot of self-analyzation, self-evaluation of why do I believe this? You know, do I, 
should I care about what I believe in and all of this? And like I said at the very beginning, are you willing to do the hard work? Because it is hard work and I believe it's worth it. I, I really do believe it's worth it. But because um, I'm going through this right along with y'all. So, you know, don't lose hope. Um, a couple of things I wanted to share with you today was um, this whole thing of uh, this narcissistic behavior and mysticism, right? Because I think there is a correlation there. And I will put this in the in the episode notes for you. But I came across a um, video on YouTube. It's from Dr. Todd Grand. Um, and he has a, a video on the causes for MPD or narcissistic um, personality be, uh, disorder. And so a couple of things that he noted was it's a normal part of development in childhood and in, in adulthood, right? It's normal. And what happens is some people tend to um, kind of handle things differently and have different factors that affect the way that they are able to deal with their emotional state. Um, insight, you know, as an educator that you can tell uh, when a, a child knows how to handle anger um, in a healthy way or when they don't, um, are they being taught that at home, you know, by their parents or, you know, by the community, you know, acknowledging, first of all, that, hey, I understand you're upset because your friends don't want to play with you and so-and-so is saying they're not your best friend anymore, you know, to them, um, we have to realize that they're, you know, children so their world is very egocentric and so you know kind of realizing how to help them deal with those emotions is a big part of um, you know educating them in a healthy way so he lists some uh, possible associations so one of them is hereditary or genetics Um, number two he said structural changes in the brains so the one problem he noted with that though was that they're not consistent through all of these um the people that they were researching and analyzing so that's something that you kind of have to think about um and number three was environmental experiences especially during childhood which you know we know that there's a certain time frame when you're growing up that certain things happen to you that just have a lasting impact and it's harder for you to kind of get over those or heal from those um you know especially during your younger years when you're a teenager and you feel like you know mom and dad have neglected you or they've not been consistent in their parenting with you all of these little things affect you and your worldview so one thing is you know as parents is it learned behavior that these people have and um, he calls you know them with NPD Um, is there arrogance do they learn arrogance from their parents do they learn how to have a lack of empathy Um, you know just unplugging from the world and wanting to be left alone things like that Um, those are possible possible causes there's no balance regarding um, this evaluation of of a child you know they could be extremely overbearing in one moment and then very laid back in the next moment so there's this you're off you know you don't know how to be 
um, excessive criticism for your appearance or for how you do in school, your grades, you know, how you are performing in sports. Is there this excessive criticism? Like it doesn't matter how hard you're working or if there's been an improvement, it just doesn't ever seem to be enough. Um, Or there's excessive praise for your appearance, excessive praise for how you're doing in school and sports. So there's this imbalance, right? There has to be um, a level-headed way of dealing with all of this. Um, The emphasis that they put on um, outward appearance. You know, my mom was so strict on us as kids. When we went to a doctor's office or anywhere out in public, we needed to make sure that we looked well put together. Because to her, you know, she was... Uh, from another country and she felt like people just treated you better if you looked the the part I guess Um, which is sad because as an adult I've seen it personally you know you do get treated differently when you don't look a certain way or you're not you know um, fitting what they they deem is a professional look or you know put together well or whatever you know that's just the way the world works so just having this um sense of I don't know if I'm enough I don't know you know just always feeling that imbalance um also another thing they mentioned what or he mentioned was emotional abuse right um just being um, manipulated You know, that's something that we have to be careful as mothers is not to manipulate your children into feeling bad um, for something that, you know, it's not really a big deal. Like talk, talk it through and and kind of help them to see the reason why it's upsetting or whatever. And then neglect is a big deal, I think, especially now um, with our kids, you know, we put them in front of you know, social media or things like that. And that's really what, who becomes the the family and who gives them the acceptance and the feeling of love or, um, connection. Right. Um, so one big thing that I was just kind of a, you know, wow, I never thought about this was when you look at the parents and these, um, people that they're researching, um, they're not able to recognize name and regulate emotions themselves and I think that's something that's so critical um you know sometimes you have a dad that's just kind of disconnected from the family life because he's always working and then the mom has has these um moments of emotional uh imbalances and you're as the child you're looking on and you don't really know what's going on right um and then to be able to teach the child how to deal with these emotions is is the thing because they don't know how to recognize well man i'm feeling you know upset because you know whatever it is a b c d um and then being able to verbalize that with their child and how to deal with those feelings well when you're feeling like this you know when i'm feeling overwhelmed frustrated i kind of sit down and count to 10 or you know, kind of gather my thoughts and is it a big problem or a little problem? You know, I say that a a lot and 
you know, to a child, it might be a big problem. And then you talk it through. And most of these lack emotional awareness, but they look to others to help identify them for them. So it's something where because they don't know how to uh, address these emotions, they look to others. Well, should I feel mad or should I feel sad or should I feel, you know, how should I feel? So they look to everybody else. So that's kind of like the bandwagon effect, you know, everybody's mad. So I guess I should be feeling mad, too. And so those are a lot of um, really interesting points to think about. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, girls, we need to make sure that we're reading it right. That means, does it really mean what you think it means? Don't be afraid to search it out, and I mean really search it out, where you understand the context. Who was the audience? Who was the speaker? What was going on during that time in history? And the type of genre, right? We have to understand all of those pieces work together to build the bigger picture. And sweet one, quit following your heart. Girls, remember it has led us to some very empty, dark places. And until next time, love and hugs, Abby. Thank you.